Hi, I'm Brenda and you're listening to the Little Kingdom Warriors podcast, where we help our kids discover God through play. Are you overwhelmed by the weight of your never-ending list of things to do, but desperately want to invest in your kids' faith life? Are you tired of the same old colouring sheets and seemingly lifeless Bible stories that you're even struggling to sound enthusiastic about? Well, I'm here to help. I'm a lover of all things creative, an ex-primary school teacher turned stay-at-home mum and follower of Jesus. Let's walk this path together and transform our kids' lives with new and exciting ways to explore the Bible and help them become God's little kingdom warriors. We might not have it all together, but with God, and maybe a strong coffee or two, we've got this. Hello and welcome to Little Kingdom Warriors. I'm your host, Brenda Cortis. Today I'm excited to announce that we are starting a three-part mini-series on putting the Christ back in Christmas for the next three weeks. We are going to go through ways you can connect your child with God in one of the most special times in the year without losing your marbles because let's be honest, we are all really busy and quick and easy ideas are what we need during this really busy time of year. This episode we are going to be looking into how you can make Christmas count in the busy holiday season when you feel like you have no time at all. I've wanted to make Christmas more meaningful and more connected to Jesus' birth for a long time and particularly once we had kids I knew that it was going to become even more important. Last year was the first year that I went to a bit of an effort to engage Lily in the message of Christ's birth. Hugh was still too small to really understand and he would really probably eat everything so Lily around Christmas time last year was um, she just turned three so we started to read more stories about Christ's birth we read some lovely storybook picture books we went to quite a lot of effort making figurines for Mary and Bubby Jesus as Lily named him and we were using those little peg dolls we got them from Spotlight And we painted them, or I supervised the painting and redid it, and she painted different ones. And then I sealed them as well after. I think I used an acrylic paint sealer. And then we also made a little stable with paddle pop sticks and put those all together to try and reconstruct the nativity scene. I may have ran out of steam towards the end to finish off all the little extra bits and pieces like the sheep and other things that I had planned, but I'm glad I gave it a go because it really started to help her to see the real meaning behind Christmas and why we're celebrating it in the first place. We also did small things like we went to a Christmas carol service. For our family, we are often on the move um, around Christmas. I've got family that live seven hours away. That's the closest And that's the same for my husband's family as well as my own. So it's a long way to travel and often we're on the move going between families. So this year I'm also looking again for easy but meaningful things that we can do and I wanted to share them with you. I did want to be announcing that I was launching a Christmas project with printables and easy to follow instructions but that just hasn't happened. It's just been crazy here. We've been going backwards and forwards between different places. We are doing a bit of work out on my in-laws cattle property. So we're going to be heading there again shortly. So just with all those things to navigate, I'm afraid I'm not going to be able to release all of that. I will 
tell you later on something that I'm going to be releasing a very small example of what I'm hoping to release next Christmas. So let's start digging into how you can make Christmas count when you feel like you have no time at all. My first tip would be to not overcomplicate things and to keep it simple. If you have a busy toddler who can't sit down, don't overcomplicate everything for them because the reality is you're probably just going to get frustrated and it's not going to end well for anybody. So how does this look like practically with a very busy toddler or maybe more than one child who you're going to have difficulty trying to make sit still? To start off with, you probably don't want to be going into the shops to get supplies. So I would suggest looking around at home and stick with what you have. Get out things you already have that you can use with your kids, like plastic animals, sticks from the garden to make a stable while you read the story. You can always break up the story into more manageable little chunks for your kids who can't sit still. My next suggestion would be to work out a time when an activity will work best and to prep for it. Make a vague plan or at least know what you're wanting to do. If that's a mental checklist or for myself, I like to make a paper list of what you're doing. It sounds a little bit tedious, but trust me, you're going to save so much time in the long run just by even writing down bullet points of what you want to do so you don't waste time. Toddlers have short attention spans, so if you your child is small, Maybe one very small activity every day or every few days will work best that only spans for perhaps five minutes. So, for example, with my kids, I'm going to be doing the Jesse tree, which I'm going to be talking about in a subsequent episode. And we are going to be doing one small little covering coloring activity on an ornament. We're going to be doing a very small Bible verse and maybe talk briefly about the story. And that whole thing should probably take 10 minutes tops. If we have time, we might get out some little figurines to act out the story. But the pictures in the story and the ornament that I drew are enough to connect them with the story at the moment without making it too overwhelming for myself. So I would also suggest having a look at your day and your schedule and the different commitments that you have going on during the Christmas period and work out what works best for you and your family. For ourselves, mornings work best for us. Energy is pretty high by the afternoon. Everyone's getting pretty ratty, including myself. So it might work better if you have really little ones to plan a more messy craft activity outside when you can wash them off after and they can go straight into the bath. So that might be something you could do in the afternoon. Or if you have kids that are different ages, so perhaps you're wanting to do a more involved craft that you've got Um, and you've also got a little baby who might put everything in their mouth, perhaps you want to be planning your activities around baby's nap time. You could also have a think about if you have family coming to visit that might like to have an activity to do with the kids that they would like to get involved in and plan your craft activities around then, or perhaps you know that it's going to be so full of socialising and playing that that would be really not a great time to do it. So just make sure you maybe write those down in your calendar write it down in your diary or whatever so that you can just plan the crafts and activities accordingly. My third tip would be to keep your expectations realistic and to give yourself grace. Things might get crazy. You might remember that you have forgotten to get Great Aunt Susan a present and have to madly dash off to the shops and put all your activities on hold. And that's fine. Even finding just a few moments in the Christmas season to direct your child's thoughts 
towards Christ and towards the real story of Christmas is going to help so much in the long run. It's about shaping their thoughts to be centred on Christ and less on Santa and all the fanfare going on around gift giving. Remember carols and attending services can be just as meaningful as little craft related activities as long as we're explaining what they're about and why we're singing them and why we're going and what these songs are all about. So to recap some ways that you can make Christmas count in the busy holiday season when you feel like you have no time at all. My first tip was to keep it simple and age appropriate. Don't overcomplicate things. My second tip was to work at the time when an activity will work best and to make plans and prep for it. And my third tip was to keep your expectations realistic and give yourself grace. I hope that helped a little bit and I would love if you could come and share in the Facebook community, the Little Kingdom Warriors Facebook community, about what you and your family do around Christmas time and if there's any special traditions that you do with your family and your kids related to Christ and how you keep Christ at the centre in the holiday season when it's really busy. Thanks so much for tuning in and I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Hey friends, if this podcast encouraged you or made an impact on you in some way, I would be so grateful if you could take a minute to leave a review to help other people find my show. Don't forget to click subscribe so you are the first to know when a new episode airs. Hop on over and join my free Little Kingdom Warriors Facebook community, which I will link for you in the show notes. Thanks so much for listening and God bless. I'll see you next time. Thank you.